Hi, and welcome to the West Visalia Audio Podcast. Each message is designed to help you grow and inspire you to take action. Please take a moment to hit the subscribe button, and don't be shy to drop us a message if you have a question. Thanks for listening, and God bless. When we talk about faith, we're talking about trust, and the most radical version of faith is to trust in something so much that you're willing to what it says. And so we talked about just a second ago, living a life and having a lifestyle of faith. But having a lifestyle of faith means individually making choices to do the thing that you have faith in God or trust in God, that God wants you to do. So radical faith is doing what you've been told to do. So look at Luke 18. All right, so what question did this rich young ruler ask Jesus? How did he ask the question? What must I do? What must I do? And then Jesus is like, well, you know, you know the commandments? He's like, yeah, I've been doing those things my whole life. And he goes, ah, there's one thing that you lack. In other words, there's one thing that you aren't yet willing to do. And that was what? To, yeah, to give up the things he owns, to give up his possessions, right? And so Jesus says, go get rid of those possessions, give it to the poor, and then come follow me. And he was excited about that? No, he's sad because there was a thing that he was told to do that he was not willing to do. Radical faith sounds like this super complex concept, but truly radical faith is just being willing to do what you've been told to do. Now contrast that with what you would read. We were reading the scroll of Luke here, and you would go to what we call chapter 19, and you're going to see this beginning part of chapter 19. If somebody will read verses 1 through 9, chapter 19, verses 1 through 9, just next page probably. If you were to read the conversation we see in Luke 18 and then continue into this conversation in Luke 19, it jumps off the page, the contrast, right? Because at the end of the conversation in Luke 18, the one Jesus is speaking with is happy or sad. Sad because he doesn't want to do what Jesus has asked him to do. But in Luke 19, though much of the conversation is not even given to us, it's just sort of like the conclusion of the conversation is given to us, is the one Jesus is conversing with, is he happy or sad? He's happy because he's saying he's going to go do what now? That's it. So embedded in his repentance or in his change is, I've been doing all these things that I shouldn't have been doing, But now that I've had my experience with you, Jesus, I'm now going to fix those things. I'm now going to change those things. I'm now going to do what it is that I'm supposed to do. And he was joyful. See, because radical faith is all about ultimately, when you get down to it, where the rubber meets the road, is doing what you're supposed to do. And we say, well, that's simple, but it's actually super hard. I want you to back up now, staying in the book of Luke, I want you to back up to chapter 10. Back up to chapter 10, and I'm intentionally using lessons, you know, pieces of the the gospel of Luke that most of us are familiar with. Go back to chapter 10, and I want somebody to read verses 25 through 37. It sounds like it's long, but it's not. Okay, so here's the point. Does this guy ask the same question that the rich young ruler asked? What do I need to do? And in this answer, Jesus says, what? Say it. Yeah, be a neighbor. Love your neighbor, okay? And he's like, oh, okay, well, that was too simple. So to justify himself or to, to make it 
sound like his question was justified, he follows back, well, who's my neighbor? Here's what I want you to understand. He's doing what we do when we try to get out of doing what we're supposed to do. He's doing what we do when we're trying to get out of doing what we're supposed to do. He's trying to rationalize it. When the, when the obvious truth is just that obvious, but we don't want to do it, we get real smart and creative about, ah, well, yeah, okay, love your neighbor, but is he really my neighbor? You've got this guy beaten up, abandoned on the side of the road. You know you should help, but if you don't want to do what you're supposed to do, you get real creative how to get out of it, and that's all he's doing. Well, look at one last, but you guys see that? Because Jesus says at the beginning of his response and at the end of his response, he says, go and do likewise. Go and do, he's, in other words, he's saying, stop ra- over-rationalizing it and just do what you know you're supposed to do. One last passage and then we'll be done. Go to chapter 6. In chapter 6, it looks a lot like what we call the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is covering all these same things, and he gets down to verse 46. Luke 6, 46, if somebody would read 46 to 49. What's the difference between the man who built his house on the sand versus the house on the rock? In terms of Jesus' message. No, no, you're right, you're right. But in terms of the point Jesus is making, the man that built his house on the rock is the man that, yes, hears and does what he's been told. You get it? See, we think like, okay, Dude, that's super simple. Yeah, but it's obviously pretty significant because Jesus teaches on this a lot. So here's the last concept that I want you to walk away with. It's easy to do what you're supposed to do when you want to do what you're supposed to do. But when you don't want to do what you're supposed to do, that's when we get way overcomplicated. And often what we do is we just do what everybody else is. And I want you to understand that as you build your faith to a point where it's truly radical, you will simply do what Jesus wants you to do, even if you're the only one. Thanks again for listening to West Visaya Audio. We hope these messages have helped you grow and inspired you to take action. Be sure to check in each week for more on-the-go content or visit our YouTube channel to watch the live video. Thanks for participating and God bless.